From Breaking Bad to Calling Soul, agents led by Son of Call. Oh, Game of Thrones, who's the next to die? House of Cards is full of lies. Supergirl just flew on by. We're chilling, watching Netflix. How much time's gone by? We're talking TV. From suits to supernatural. Talking TV. Blacklist and the Rebels. Sherlock's Big Bang with Orphan Black. True Detective bombed at second crack. The Walking Dead. Arrow and the Flash. Get into Geek, this is DC TV. We're talking all things Arrowverse. And this is week number two of the uh, Supergirl, Flash, Legends and Arrow. My name's Ben, Mitchell, Terry. Hello. Hello. G'day, guys. Very excited this week to be talking about Arrow, Terry. But, you know, we've got to wait all the way to the end to get to that. Um, And so we don't take so long getting there. Last week was just... It was a lot. It was. We said a lot. It was a premiere week. Sure, but we said a lot. So I think this week we need to try and rein it in. And what I've prepared is something a little special here today. It's uh, <laughs> it's my timer bell. And when you hear that, you know we've been talking for, what, what should we do? I reckon 15 minute warning? Or do you think earlier, Mitch, maybe a 10, 10 minute timer? I feel like even if we got it at 10, we'd still be, we could be passionate enough to, pu- <laughs> to punch it out. So. so you think 10 minutes, a bell, another one at 15? Yeah. And we can really wrap things up. All right, let's yeah. do let's that. See if we, okay. Let's see if we can do it. And look, self-discipline. Challenge and accepted. I've got a bell at the last minute today. Happy to hear some suggestions. If uh, anyone wants to write in and say uh, a gazoo, we could do that as well. Mm. It could be a Show. TARDIS sound. Or not. <laughs> Probably not. I'm no. not seeing a TARDIS. Sonic screwdriver. No. no. Yes. I'd prefer the TARDIS than that. And neither of them are getting to run. Do you even so. know where a Sonic yes, screwdriver yes. is? I think it's anyway. pretty self-explanatory, yes. but no. Yes. <laughs> yeah. um, so, Mitch, you're going to work up some time codes uh, so people can skip around if they don't want to get spoiled on certain shows or of they're course. not interested in Check them. Check out the description of the podcast for all of that. Yep. So, let's go. Let's go with Supergirl. Ah, yes. Terry, would you like to kick us off with some of your thoughts on this show? I know you like Kara. I liked the I liked the intro. I liked the intro very, very much. <laughs> what was the intro again? Just a reminder. Uh, it was Alex and Maggie oh, in yes. bed. Hello. Yes. How could I forget? And then it went downhill from there. What do you mean? Well, because like five minutes later, they're in the DEO having this huge argument over whether to have a band or a DJ at their wedding. Oh, yeah. It was just ridiculous. Yeah. They're supposed to be saving the planet, you know, planetary issues. Yes. And... But I guess it's a workplace. Thing. Sure, but it, I mean it's a workplace, thing. right? So, you know, some people might walk into, you know, this workplace and think, "Wow, it's very serious in here." You know, you you guys have got to keep award-winning podcasts on it. <laughs> 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 but yet we're talking about what we're having for lunch, or me doing a poo. <laughs> so it might seem out of place as well. I think maybe you're being a bit harsh. I think you're hating on Supergirl a little bit. Maybe. What do you maybe think, Mitch? Not. No, that uh, that that did get to me a little bit. I just felt that it was the wrong setting. I, I don't know why that, that argument couldn't have happened outside. It was just sort of putting two scenes or two conversations together uh, in the one location. But um, yeah, this one just it got it got to me a bit that you know we're hitting season three for Supergirl now, which we know uh, with everyone's thoughts on Arrow and uh, the the Flash as well is that their season threes really started to dip in quality and that's where the show's lost it had a good strong season two which i think was probably the case for supergirl as well i know there's a lot about seasons season two of supergirl that we as a show even didn't like a lot of the monel stuff but (laughs) overall i think it was it was stronger than than season one um this one it was it was the villain i just i just couldn't get into how awful the dialogue was between or even just from the villain, not even between the two, just delivering lines that you'd be embarrassed to read in a in a kid's comic book where it was just so cheesy one-liners, you know, it's just because she's a bad guy, so she says this. And and also had the, the same problem that Supergirl and the likes of The Flash run into as well, is that how do you limit their powers so they don't just stop every bad guy straight away? There was two occasions, two very blatant occasions in this episode where she could have taken Cy down. Um, certainly the second, I think in the car park, where she's like, oh, she won't get the better of me again, you know, and she lands in front of her and has a talk to her. 
they start monologuing and I'm like just punch her something like yeah. you could you could do anything to stop her little sonic cry you've learnt from the first time second time she said I'm not going to make that mistake again but she did but nothing she but does. make the mistake and then come number three in the street where she's taking down cars and things she still landed and still monologued and that just really got to me the uh, the, the mother daughter the mother who may or may not have superpowers and the daughter asking her to prove herself storyline um shy of the very final moments of this episode I was like this better start making sense or being relevant very very quickly because I'm losing interest one thing that didn't make sense to me was and and of course John Jones is uh, all of a sudden he's awesome hang on let me let me do a psychic shield give me a break yes I write the same thing I don't even have words for how shit it is what about when he says um, she's more powerful than any psychic I've ever known he hasn't hardly been able to use his psychic powers in the whole two seasons that we've already had yeah he's so crap so (laughs) when they referred to the villain as a metahuman when did they start using flash terms that's I wondered that too is that just an oversight on the writer's part no, I because so. I didn't think that that version of Earth, wherever that is, had metahumans. metahumans. I didn't think so either. And they just talked about it like, oh yeah, they're just metahumans. What? What? Really? Because yeah. in the past, it's just they've been aliens. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's almost they're just like, well, hey, the Flash audience are watching this, so just say meta. You know, it's it's a thing that that's Arrow. sloppy shit, it man. Is. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm not I'm not defending it for that. I just think that yeah, they they're just starting to get so blurred between these shows, which. I wanted them to get more blurred two seasons ago, yeah. but as they've transitioned into a very shared four-show universe, it's just, some things are just being overlooked and other things... I'm all for a crossover, don't get me wrong, but that's just <laughs> sloppy. Um, another thing I found sloppy was Detective Hot ran in and uh, when Supergirl was... I think she was first attacked. Was it in a bank? I, I can't... Yeah. yeah. And, um, and she ran up and said, Kara... And she was mm. in the Supergirl outfit. Yes. I'm like, really? Yeah, she hasn't let the rules of being in the comic book show You're yet. You're a bit shit. <laughs> There's people around you. Now, okay. Can you guys tell me, have they recast Supergirl's mum? It looks like it. Yeah. Because that's what? And out, wait, wait, wait. I apologize. Normally I'm going off at, at the two of you, but <laughs> what the actual f- I know. She first the, of all, she, she plays. Character first of all, she plays a twin. Yeah. So they're not one, but two of her. Yeah. <laughs> and then they can't re- what? And they've recast somebody who looks a little bit like Terry Hatcher, who's Monel's mum. Is this a flashpoint thing where we're just supposed to buy it? And and also to somewhat confuse people, I guess if well, maybe not. I'm I'm not giving everyone enough credit, but it is Erica Durant who played Lois Lane in Smallville. Smallville. So it's it's a, it's, it's a bit very convoluted. It's a bit stunt casting in the way that Dean Kane being in uh, in Supergirl is stunt casting. So, I mean, Terry Hatcher is. It's like but you know what they introduced those two characters and said in the very first scene, "Oh, hey, Dad, yes. your name is Blah. Yeah. Oh, hey, Mum, you're the Blah." This is, they had this dream sequence thing that's going on mm. and we're supposed to know who it, I almost want to go back to the the first time we saw her, which was at the start of the, the previous week's episode, right? Yes. And watch that again from the point of view of knowing it's her mother because it totally changes the meaning, but it wasn't, and Mitch, I know you don't like to be spoon fed, <laughs> but seriously, that's the other end of the scale. If you're going to reintroduce a character... Mm. Introduce her. Yeah, because like you said, dream sequence. And I know in last week's podcast, we were questioning, was that something to do with the 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 bad guy? You know, like with with this girl who's now got superpowers. Was was she some hidden villain that was you know influencing Supergirl's dreams? And that we, the audience, know that that's not the same mother. But Kara having these dreams and then talking about her dreams to people, saying, "I've been dreaming about my mother." So as an audience member, go, "Hang on, we've seen that woman in her dream." We've seen her say she's dreaming about her mother, i.e. vis-a-vis, that is her mother recast. But is that because she's confused? Why would they, like we're asking now, why would they recast someone that not only played her mother, but her mother's twin sister, and as far as I know, hasn't passed away, and I dare say isn't getting massive work in other TV shows and movies. Maybe she isn't contractually, she can't come back, but I feel like they could have got a less recognisable face to do it, and Erica Durant could have been the mother 
that now has questionable superpowers. Because then you shove her in, she is stunt casting, she is the old Le- uh, Lois Lane, but then she plays a, a character that hasn't been established in the show already. So I, it might not get explained, it might just be casting, recasting rather, that you just have to deal with, yep. and we just got to move on with it. It kind of sucks, but, you know, whatever. So yeah. you think they should have cast Erica Durant as this Samantha Arias chick? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess they're, they're showing her as the mother because the mother's going to come and play a much bigger role now. I don't know why you would get Erica Durant's, not again, not that she's a leading lady by any means, but to come into this show as a flashback mm. slash dream sequence uh, recasting of the mother. So she's obviously going to play a big role. Maybe we'll f- figure out why they have recast her. I don't know. At this stage, they're giving no indication that it's because of some kind of supernatural influence on Kara's memories and that you know or it's a flashpoint type thing ben so uh yeah not not too sure yet but we'll we'll see what happens some good things in this episode though what i i did really like was the um the pov shot of krypton as kara was leaving and we saw her basically go you know up the roller coaster you know into the sky as she looks around she's watching krypton blow up and into the uh into inner space into outer space she looks back she sees krypton blow up and then obviously uh, Kal-El's ship shoots off into a wormhole to go towards Earth, which is yeah. great. And then something knocks her pot off and she gets lost, you know, for 15 years or whatever the go was. So that was kind of cool. I mean, it's mm. TV show budget special effects, but that looks kind of cool. Something I think you probably really liked, Terry, was when Kara is, you know, being such a downy... Be a TCH, yeah, negative Nancy in the office. You know, I'm not going to do that. And Lena, who's the new owner of Catco, yeah. Lena Luther, comes up and says, Hey, um, I'm your new boss. I'm your new bitch. boss. So if you're going to treat me as not a friend at the moment, I'm going to, if you want me to be more of a boss, then sure, I'm going to be a boss. And you are being a shit employee right now and just flat out schooled her. Yeah. And I, I almost applauded <laughs> watching this show by myself in the lounge room. That was a good scene. It, it was, was great. Good, yeah. One of the very few good scenes. Oh, you know, <laughs> I, I had a good feeling at the end of this episode. I picked a few bad points, um, but there were some good moments. Um, that was one of them, Mitch. I was like, yeah, that's really good. And I find that Kara's dialogue is has been better written this season. Oh, I mean, we're only two episodes in, but... I find that I believe her character a bit more mm. now and those interactions, just those small, oh, I guess it was a big one for her, but yeah, it w- was better. Um, she didn't speak here, but I loved how she headbutted at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Paying off to finish was, you off with a headbutt. Yeah, that was <laughs> good. That was classic. Yeah, so I, I had a, a a good feeling, I guess, watching this. Not not a, not a bad feeling. Really? Not not like I, your face. What about, okay, so she's she's in the elevator. I can't remember where she was going. I think it might have been after she got yelled at by Lena. She's in the elevator. She gets the phone call and she's like, I'm on my way. And she does the shirt rip, which is so f***ing stupid. And she ripped And them. then she rips a hole in the hole. No. She but- building elevator. She pulled the buttons too early because then she couldn't do get out of there. She's like, oh, shit. And then yeah. I'm thinking, someone's going to find you buttoned-ripped, <laughs> half-disrobed. Yeah. Your secret's going to be out. out of the elevator. And Ruins the building. The building. Mm. But no one mentions anything about the giant hole no, in the elevator. Well, it's cat car. I mean, it's... No consequences for that whatsoever. Like, that should be Seriously. a big thing. And we'll talk later about Arrow. And this week's Arrow deals with the fact that Something very, very minimal has led to people potentially realizing who he really is, that he yeah. is Arrow. Was, this, was she huge. rips a hole, she breaks the elevator. I mean, the elevator's gone in that massive building, <laughs> yeah. and she's ripped a hole. Like, they're probably not on the top level either. She's probably ripped holes through several other floors and things on her way to the roof. Yeah. And then just get down, oh, she can breathe. And as I guess as an audience member, they expected you to just go, oh, God, thankfully she's gotten out of that and she's getting over this psychic hold. I'm like, she's just destroyed a building. Yeah. If, if it, she goes back and expects all things to be fine and dandy, but then someone goes, hey, you know, you like Jimmy pulls her aside and goes, you f***ing wreck some shit. <laughs> people, like, people are asking questions. That would make so much sense. And, and they didn't even hint that's well, where they were going. The other thing, it's Catco. So it's a big building, highly secure, right? So there's probably cameras in the elevator as well. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah, but I come mean, on. Seriously. Yeah, but I mean, let's, if we start nitpicking that, I mean, it's... We nitpick everything. Yeah, you're right. 
But again, like again, to compare it's it to so Arrow, stupid. and for anyone who's watching Arrow, you know what I'm talking about. There is a photograph that someone's taken on it with a very, very long lens. I'm going to say from a building. So he's somewhere where there shouldn't be a camera, and it's like, holy shit, we've got to be so careful. I think it is a valid question that she is in an elevator where there probably would be security cameras, and she does that sort of thing. Like, that could be footage that Jimmy goes, "Look, I managed to get this," or Win managed yeah, to pull it off, right. or something. Okay. But you've got to be more careful. But anyway, Plus, I we pay for our elevator in our building. Yeah, I, I guess <laughs> I've just got a good. I don't know. I feel more. I felt like. Were the you last on a, a bit of a buzz, though? Were you, like, buzzed when you were watching this episode? <laughs> oh, no more than normal. But I feel that we, last year or last couple of years, we've just smashed into... So I don't want to be hating on these No, shows, not at all. Especially yeah. with Maddie listening. And, um, I, okay, well, one was is part negative, but it is a positive as well, I think, to, to, to further what you just said before about the dialogue. My big takeaway from, especially the end of this episode, like I said, the villain was awful... There's just shitty, shitty dialogue for that villain, the way that she was delivering it. But I think the big difference between Melissa Benoist, who plays Supergirl, is that she can still get something out of bad writing. She can still perform through, to a point, bad writing. Because when she, again, got her ass knocked back into some other house after that, after that end fight, or during the end fight, her sister comes over and says, what's going on? And she's like, I let him die. And she released. And I thought that was really good. She delivered. She said, it's my fault that he's dead. And then Alex had to lie to her and go, no, 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 I believe that he's here, you know. And then they exchanged some pretty awful dialogue. But I thought Melissa Benoist is such a good actress that she can pull that off. But then they go back to the bad guy and size there, delivering out these really awful <laughs> I'm a villain lines. And it's like, you can't deliver bad writing but Supergirl can. And thankfully, she's the main star of this show, so there is hope there. So, all right. That's 15 seconds. Okay. I just would like to uh, wrap it up. Uh, what are the chances of that chick, the mother, getting Samantha. getting a job at Elcorp? I mean, oh, mm. of course she gets a job there. Of course she does. Um, and I, I, I found it well-rounded out with Jimmy and Lena. I liked that. They sort of had this this subplot going. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then by the end, Jimmy's like, yeah, that's right, but it's fake. <laughs> well, isn't that <laughs> superpowered mum? Is she not running El Corp now? Did, well, that's right. Isn't that yeah, what yeah. Lena said? Oh, she's she's now running the ship she's now that I'm going to come to the paper. She's gone from stay-at-home mum to running a multi Mum, but she wasn't a stay-at-home mum. She had a job. That's why her daughter was pissed off with her and kept running into trouble because oh, she right. wanted her attention. No, but so that was the job she was going to. Yeah, she just, I got the she feeling just started that job, and well, that's you know why the what? daughter was acting out. You know what? I was assuming, and I shouldn't have assumed. I, I don't think we ever saw what she did for a living. No. We just saw Beforehand. her with, yeah. I don't. Think, I think we just saw her with the child. So she could have had a job. She could have been running another company. We don't know yet. I yeah. Um, and Jean, come to Mars now. Mm. Oh yes. Oh. <laughs> so hopefully, what I'm hoping is that's a semi tie-in with um, Supergirl's visions of her mother. And Monel disappearing into the uh, thing. I hope it becomes. I hope it's not like Arrow and just calm down, Terry. Where we've got um, two villains. We've got the vigilante and we've got what vigilante? Who's yeah, exactly. About? So <laughs> I don't want to have all these these plots thrown in the air and they see which one sticks the best. So yeah. I'm hoping that um, they're all related. Yeah, because they've got the psychic thing. So that could be what Kara's seeing. Could be part of that. And 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 I don't know. I I hope that it's all kind of linked together and, and Monel's back in there to you know I know you guys don't like him but it, just I to, did just to wrap just to wrap it all up and keep it neat a nice good solid story is what we need I think out of these shows and not throwing different ideas in the air and seeing mm. which one's the best yep but yeah so shall we move on let's do it yes. flash time let's do it reset the time oh. Mitchell any thoughts on Flash for this week? Sorry. I just remember the intro. What do you mean? They risk your business thing. They had the music and... Oh, yeah. Sliding. Oh, like, what, what oh, are you watching? I, yeah. I, 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 I was thinking you mean... I thought you meant the intro, like, my name is Barry Allen. No, I'm thinking, no, oh, what, what's, first, did I sorry, miss something that happened? That right, happening. Yeah. My oh. notes here. Threat of a musical. Yeah, threat, threat of, of a, a musical. <laughs> I was thinking, oh, Terry's going to be going, no, no, no. Where's the remote? Where's the remote? <laughs> um... Yeah, there, there were cool moments, uh, I think, that only apply to Flash in, in this episode. Like, after that musical scene, that was awful. But uh, when he's sitting there watching TV at a thousand times yeah. the rate. And I'm like... That's not possible. Sure, it's not possible. but Because he wasn't listening to sound. 
They didn't suggest that he had some kind of <laughs> John Snow's dead. Oh, he's alive again. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert <laughs> for Game of Thrones, of course. Um, but that was kind of cool because only the Flash could do that. But then it reminds you that he is able to process information at the speed at which his body can run. Sure. Which then makes no sense for every other, I'm sure, comic and movie and TV show where if he's walking at normal speed, his brain seems to only operate at normal speed. But, you know, whatever. The new suit, I thought, was was pretty cool. We got teased at last week that he used it, but we didn't get to really see what the go was. So he's got, like, a little heads-up display, uh, which I think makes sense, like, for how much tech they seem to put into that suit and how much, um, you know, behind-the-scenes team action goes on with Cisco and all that back at uh, the headquarters. Very Spider-Man movie-esque. That it stuff. was, yeah. Because yeah. I was Im- immediately thinking Iron Man because of the heads-up display stuff mm. with uh, or the, the visualising, you know, within the eyepieces, but it was very, yeah, Spider-Man, yeah. for sure. So I was the only person that went down the Terminator route with that, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, bring in more Terminator references, though. I'm fine with that. Um, and I think one of the better moments of the uh, of the four episodes, I don't know whether it will make my top moment of the week, but again, more more flash stuff that only he would be able to do, or Superman or Supergirl. But again, within this uh, within this show, when that uh, car was out of control, yeah, seriously, was cool. he took apart a Tesla with a spanner. Yeah, yeah. brilliant. It's uh, like reverse MacGyver. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna be. Um, <laughs> it's only a TV show myself, but I'm thinking they're going, Matt. You need more than one size spanner. Yeah. I get it, but. Yeah. Maybe it was a Take shifter. the whole toolbox it might have at least. Been a well, maybe, maybe. I thought it was I kinda of thought it was funny. It was cool. What's cool? The it guy just cool. driving along just on the seat. <laughs> 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 but um yeah, then it was it, it just started to on the other side, his alter ego side, the Barry and Iris stuff really started to wane on me and she's let's go to mm. couple therapy and you know, he's there and he's over talking and she wants him to listen and the couple the you know, the therapist is writing everything down and you know like it all came to a, a a good end where Iris again lashed out like Supergirl did in her episode at the end like you just left me I'm like but he did it to save the planet mm. it yeah. wasn't a personal decision he was just saying hey let's get married and let's send out some you know you, save uh, the date cards uh, and was working the whole year before that to save your life your life yeah yeah. it's bitch. not not that he's just decided Selfish oh hang on bitch I know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna go lock myself up for eternity <laughs> I'm like, just I get, I get Sorry, where Iris, she's coming I, from. I think you, I think you're great. Yeah, she's <laughs> she's great, but still. Um, and I think again, this is season four for Flash, where Arrow really took a big dip. You know, we're talking about the season three stuff in Supergirl. Season four for Arrow is when it really started to falter, and they threw back to season one where it was a villain of the week, and that was fine in season one because the particle accelerator explosion was still fresh. It was nine months, but still it was fresh. People developing their powers. This guy has a power. The The particle accelerator happened how many years ago? Like in story, how many years ago did this thing happen? Mm. And all of a sudden, this bad guy who seemingly had the issue that he, he developed his powers back then, only now, because they need a fresh villain with fresh powers decides to enact his revenge and the people that had well and truly screwed him by that stage of his life. And I just thought they I, I don't know whether you can explain that and away with one line of dialogue. That wasn't even in the city when it happened. So that's the whole new that's how they're introducing new villains. Yeah. Oh, of well. course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so You know I'm what thinking... actually I'm, I'm I'm channeling anger that I had during the episode. Maybe the end of it does save it. Yeah, so well, I apologize. Uh, <laughs> it's the it's the dude in the um Doctor Who reference you made capsule thing last week. The villain who we yeah, get to introduce to. So it's, he's mil- building, or that team he's with, are building the metas, right? That's yeah. And I'm skipping to the end, but my question is, uh, are they building some weapon or army? It occurred to me it could be like a weapon, like a like an Infinity Stone or or Voltron or something, <laughs> where you got all these pieces to a puzzle. The way they were linked there, it means they're all. Yeah, it's very interesting. Who knows what it is at this point? Mm. Maybe not even the writers. But um, <laughs> can we go back to Barry? I want to speak about Barry for a moment. Yep. He is way off. Something's not right with him. And I'm putting it down to his great acting at delivering... He see okay, so um, Terry, and uh, this is a supernatural spoiler from about, well, let's face it, a hundred years ago. So, because uh, they've ended about their hundredth season. Um, so, if you want to tune out now, that's fine. Sorry, everyone's spoiled. Do you remember when Sam lost his soul? 
Yes. And he was on Earth getting around, operating, but he was kind of just a bit blank and a bit cold. Yes. Now, obviously, Barry's not like that, but I feel as though he's changed a bit. There's something not quite right with Barry, and I don't know what it is. Mm. Well, he, Am I the only one seeing that? Do you well, guys he, see that as well? he put it down to the fact that he missed six months and he's just trying to catch up. Nah, there's something... There's more to it. There's something not right. Just the way that he's acting and not... Sorry, not the way <laughs> the actor is acting, but the way that he is behaving on the show yeah. makes me think there's something off. And hopefully, well, we still hopefully about, there is, and that's a, him acting very well and very well, subtly. Well, it might have something to do with the, this house is bitching. Because we still don't know about that yet as well. Yeah. Yeah, I, exactly. I feel like it's, there's a, there's a, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if it's revealed that it's not actually Barry Allen. It's a duplicate of Barry and Barry's still in prison Like dumb HR versus smart HR. Yeah, there's something just not quite right about him. Mm. I'm, I'm putting it out there. You know what? I'm going to put it down as a get into geek <laughs> prediction. <laughs> you know, speaking of not quite right, he works with detectives. They're pretty smart, right? Well... Barry's been on sabbatical for six months. Yeah. And the Flash has been absent for six months. Yeah, but you they know. They don't put that together. Yeah, no. Ever. Yeah, they really should have had Wally run around in the red suit for a little while. Yeah. Just to confuse people. Yeah, but like, I guess they didn't know that he was coming back, so why would you? But Yeah. Yeah, but then the Flash materializes. Yeah, yeah of course. The very same day Barry comes off sabbatical. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. You're right. I bit... thought the same thing. I'm like, yeah, okay, that's a bit shit. But... Superman <laughs> returns I th- Actually, I think that's exactly what had happened in Superman Returns when Brandon Routh was Superman, that Clark Kent and Superman had both been missing for a number of years. And when Clark Kent came back to Metropolis, it was like, oh, yeah, where have you been? You've been, you know, hiking and, you know, going visit monks and shit for the last couple of years, trying to find yourself. All at the same time that Superman mysteriously pops out of the sky and stops a plane from crashing. So, yeah, people aren't that smart in, in these yeah. comic book worlds. Hey, look, Superman. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Did you notice the paper? Yeah, gold. Crossover that gold. That was cool. Yeah. So good. And it was just perfect timing rolling into watching Arrow yeah. a couple of episodes. Oh, it was just great. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the sort of crossover shit they should be doing more. And there was a Legends one too, which we'll talk about. Yep. Oh, was yeah. oh, yeah, we'll talk about it when we talk about Legends. Oh, I may have missed it. Okay, little things. Did you notice the penthouse that uh, the real estate agent was trying to sell to the guy that died at the yep, start? Yeah, exactly the same one that Oliver lives in. Yep. That's what I thought. I yep. said that to Jason. Like, blatant. They didn't even try to change the colour or the... So, okay. They just, they just emptied out the that. decor. And I'm like, you can't hide that that is... The, like, That's reverse Oliver, the shot. Yeah, which now like, Felicity it. lives in. Yeah. And I said that's Jason. Yeah, that they should like reverse the Oliver? shot. That's right. Just okay. something simple. I mean, all these CW characters have perfectly symmetrical faces it would have been fun <laughs> that, that is pretty shit I'm speaking of being um, quite gorgeous uh, on the CW Cisco is freaking crazy for standing up Gypsy he's a guy who <laughs> is basically hopeless with women in season one season two he gets a bit of action with uh, a bird lady Captain Cold's sister uh, oh brother, yeah yeah sister. yeah and then season three was it the the Anyway, whatever. Yeah. And now he's got this hot interdimensional chick mm. and he's like, you know what? I've I got to work. Bullshit. Take an hour off. Go get a burger. <laughs> Shit house, Cisco. <laughs> Shit house. Just for all the men out there. But you know what? Just, I guess that illustrates that he doesn't have a clue about dating women and then he gets in trouble and that's yeah. a bit of a side story. So hey, that's cool too. I saw something. Now, I don't know if I really did see what I thought I saw, but... In Supergirl, when... Okay, when Sorry, I'm not wrapping you up. No, I, <laughs> I just when, had to do it. It was 10 minutes. When Lena was um, giving a surf to Kara, Kara picked up this little square boxy thing and was like fiddling with it. Where? In um, Catco. So, right, the office So it was when Lena was telling her off. Right, she yeah. picked, She's picking up this square thing and she's playing with it. When Barry and Iris were in the, the shrink's office... They looked like a slightly larger version of that same box. Mm. Do you think it means something table. or is it like a little well, hidden thing that they I don't know, but I noticed that in. and I wrote it down. So I was like, I wonder if well, there's... Do you want to put it down as an official get into geek prediction? But I, know, I don't know what I'm predicting. Well, you're predicting <laughs> that they're linked somehow. Okay, yes, they're linked Maybe somehow. Barry's soul is in there. In Yeah, maybe. 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 Um, yeah, so... I don't know. There was some great moments. Very funny. The flotation mode on the suit. Um, you mentioned you like the suit. 
Yeah, oh, the cool. flotation thing. Deadlock function. I was, it had some good funny moments. The um, Silicon Valley reference, Pied Piper. You guys have ever watched Silicon Valley? No. Okay. That. <laughs> Righty then. Um, but then, I, I mean, it just goes super corny, super quick. Are you going to say the robot with the grenade? No. Oh, the that grenade was scene stupid. was awesome. This, yeah, that was. Oh, that, that was so yeah, good. But before that, that's probably the scene grenade, of the whole thing. Even be- that was even better than the Tesla. It was. Start. It was awesome. It was so good. But, sh- be- <laughs> but before that, he, okay. the robots just holding the grenade. The pin hadn't been pulled. So you so just I walk up and just grab it. Yes. Yes. Suppose. <laughs> Suppose. But obviously that what that scene was. But as you pointed out, they're so good. The detectives aren't that good there. They're you, pretty. You've said that before. <laughs> but it was um, very dead zony the way they did that scene. Obviously, you guys all say you haven't seen the dead zone. Mm, yeah. It was. Re- I loved it. That was like for me. That's the best moment. You know how Mitch, you want to do the best and the worst. That's that's mine. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I like uh, the thing is the piece of shrapnel that he grabbed right near the end. Was no, it wasn't even going to hit Joe. It was going past his shoulder. It should have had it going like right up to his neck or something. Yeah, that would have been cool. But he like he saved it from what going past his head. I don't get that. But okay, so back to the corny part. Which Um, corny part? Okay, yeah, Mm -hmm. but the really corny part is when Iris gets on the intercom to Barry and says, "This is what you're going to have to do. Trust me. Trust me, Barry." (laughs) Like electrocute himself by giving himself lightning. Yeah. Shit out. <laughs> You've got Cisco, who's like a genius. I know. Yeah. Caitlin's a genius. Yeah. They're all genius. She's just a reporter. And she's just there anymore. going, Barry, ignore all them. Trust me. Oh my and god. <laughs> and sure, she was right. Of course, she was right. But well, she yeah. had to be, mate. They've been the couple therapy. She had to be right. Oh, so bad. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Man, that was the worst moment for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, out of this show for sure. It was just, it was just terrible. Yeah, I think that and for, like to that as well as the gypsy stuff, like that this side of this episode, the lovey dovey stuff, like gypsy. As we've been, it is gypsy, yes. Yeah, yeah. It, it the way that she's been introduced to this show in the past, like she's pretty badass. She doesn't take shit from nobody. Even Cisco, like Cisco's playful with her and he's flirty but he only says things he knows that he can get away with and she has a guard up and she lets him be flirty you know he's never got the upper hand on her and in this episode all she was was this you know heartbroken love interest like that was her entire purpose in this episode was to show up and to be hurt by him and then one 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 day on my earth and there's your one and I'm one and together we are one (laughs) (laughs) I've actually that was my last note was I drew an emoji of a dead face vomiting um Just like why ruin a character like that? Like she didn't have much of a character to to, to have built on anyway. They haven't had her that long, or that many times. And all of a sudden she's ah oh, she's just here to be a kind of damsel in distress. And then you look at Wally. Wally, I don't. What is Wally doing? Oh, Wally's his had hair. He, well one his hair. All of a sudden the his hair's straight. Like he hair. had a short fro last week and every other episode. Now it's like it's it's emo Barry style. It it's straight and Awful. it's waving across his forehead. But. As a character, he's got very little to do at the moment. He just happens to be in the scene. He walks through. He says hi to, in a funny way to people. They're like, oh, can you run after this? Yeah, okay, I'll go down and get this thing. And then he's done. Like, he has no purpose in this show whatsoever at the moment. And it's so, I'm, I'm thinking about the actor. I'm like, what 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 good are you getting out of this? I don't money. want him to leave the show to try and find something else money. to do. But he's got nothing to do at the moment in this show. Having said that, speaking of nothing to do, I hate um, Tom Kavanagh. He is still getting billing. Sorry, it's not you, Terry. Yeah. <laughs> he's still getting billing, but he's not in the show. Because I'm waiting for him to appear. Yeah, he'll be back. He's not in it yet. He's going to be back. He's Well, at the well, moment. Well, he has to because they're putting his name. Yeah. On That's what I mean by billing. Yeah. Well, we, yeah. you didn't know yeah, what I meant. Yeah, thanks. The I'm bits that I don't, I try not to read. <laughs> right. Let's go to Legends. Uh, can I take this one? Yeah, yes. please. Okay, so I've just got... I actually made dot points here like with, with numbers and stuff. So I'm just going to roll through them. You ready? Here we go. One, Sarah lands in the middle of a village in a spaceship, a time ship. <laughs> Amaya can be returned to the exact same moment she left 
So why is, is there even a big deal about a le- I can't leave right now. I just, I don't have the time. Yes, you do. You're in time. <laughs> Go away for 10 years and come back and see how you haven't been gone. Smartphone in an old bar. Let's just pull out a friggin' smartphone in a bar and then steal steals up in the bar. These guys are shit. And that's my opening line. <laughs> <laughs> and it do- I, I just could go on and yep. on and on. I mean, oh, and it, it, I mean, there's so many bad things, but one of the bits I'm going to lead in for you, Mitch. <clears throat> Look, Time has not yet solidified. Don't stop. <laughs> I'm not even saying don't you and start me. Go. No, it's just that show. And I'm like, why do you, any of you shows even include this anymore? This is the most changed, <laughs> altered rule. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, I, I didn't even... By that stage, I wasn't even worrying about that. I don't even think I wrote that down as a note. Oh, now, I God. know for the most part, you guys watch these shows with your respective partners, yes? Yes. yes. I do not. Uh, my wife, Sarah, does not watch these with me. Um, I had been away for most of uh, most of the week, really been out doing... I'm busy outside of work. Hadn't been home much. I uh, I wanted to watch these shows to come and do this chat. And she says to me, "Hey, I'll, I'll watch them with you if that's okay." And I just want to, you know, want to spend some time with you. I'm like, that would be nice. In in my own mind, I'm thinking this is a bit risky because we're about to watch Legends, <laughs> and I know how I feel about this show. And we sat down, and after I want to say like two minutes, I heard her just go. <sighs> I said, "Watch it." Oh no, nothing. I don't want to. I don't want to ruin this show for you. I said, no, no, no. Please go on. And I don't even know which moment it was. And I said, no, it's okay. I know. I know. I know. Yeah. I kept saying the whole episode, I know. She's like, what about this? I said, yeah, don't worry. It is a bit shit. She's what do you watch it? I said, I'm actually questioning that at the moment. I'm almost a bit Maddie Gibson on this. I said, because I used to enjoy how bad this show was. And for the most part, I would say it it's just bad, but it's fun to watch. Other times I would agree with Terry and say it knows that it's bad and that's why it's including other things. But I think last week where they opened it up with the premise that they know they've made some serious mistakes. Rip, who put them together, has realized they make many mistakes. They cannot be trusted. He's done everything in his power to install a new division that fixes time. The Bureau. The Bureau prevents them from (laughs) meddling with time because they don't want to fix it. And their big takeaway, which was in the previously on in this episode, was... Hey, we broke time. We better be the ones to fix it. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Um, I can understand why you idiots would think that, but other people should not be letting you do so many things when they can get to you at any moment in time. And I use that phrase loosely because of the content and the context of the show. Um, It's just shit. They just, yeah, the like the the shitty mistakes. I mean, they when. Amaya was picked up by Sarah in like the little you know escape pod thing, and yeah. she lands back in uh, in where does she, where does she live wherever it is in Africa, or yeah, and uh, yeah. brings her back, and they're in they're in the time stream, and I'm like oh that's cool because they're up there having a talk having dinner, and uh, Steel Guy says yeah I'm really pissed that she left she comes back he's not even happy to see her, so he goes for a drink. Now, where does he go for a drink? Not in a separate room on that ship, which is seemingly so massive no one ever runs into each other. And they've got a device. The the actual computer can replicate anything they ever want. That's why they don't need to grow food. They don't need to pack food. And Gideon's hot. Gideon can make food, can make clothes, can make weapons out of nothing. It materializes matter out of nothing. We get it. We get it. We get get it. it. Where's he go? Where do they go? They go to they go go back to eighteen seventy to get go there? to an eighteen seventy bar. <laughs> How's it get there? Oh, it doesn't Who matter. Knows? It doesn't matter how they get there. They obviously decided as a crew off oh, off camera to land back in eighteen seventy. This guy so needs a drink. He goes to go have Let's a drink. Take him back to there. And they go out there, and he's just sitting there, like he he's got a t- he's got a phone hookup that is connected to the ship. Where's the which Wi-Fi? The con- <laughs> no, no, that's no, that I'm fine with that because they got some tech, right? The, whatever that connects the phone to the ship, yeah. that's fine. Into but then that that t- that Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi on the ship is connected to the time stream, which is then connected back to sure. specific moment in time in that's 2017. Got a in the time, right? Okay. So that then he can he when he gets back to Earth, and he can he can he can root as many women on Tinder as he wants because he's just swiping <laughs> right, like no tomorrow, even though. It isn't Tinder. It's something that they've created. And none of them, like, if, if he just did it by himself, that's one thing. But the fact that he's sitting there with Jax, who's very, very intelligent, and he's not saying, dude, you better put that thing away. Not because anyone's going to recognize it, but because he also made the mistake last week of giving the fucking book to Caesar. <laughs> Maybe don't take technology and shit from the future, 
back into the field. Yeah, he's drunk. Just dumb, so stupid terrible. decisions. Just two more before I hand over to Terry because I'd like you to defend this episode because I feel bad that I'm hammering it. But the the stupid <laughs> thing at like the start. This I did. The stupid thing, right? The saber-toothed tiger. Old dickhead steel guy oh, opens so the cage. Bad. So Opens shit. the cage. He goes, hey, you've got that gun thing? He goes, yeah, it takes, it takes a while to replicate because you've got a, you know, blah, 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 Why blah. Why open the damn cage? Yep. <laughs> then he's like, and he's, he's holding the cage. He's not even away from the cage door. He's holding the door and he says, Ray, come on, Ray. Come on, this thing's getting up. And I'm like, you're literally holding the thing that will stop it. Shut the door. Shut the door, shut the door, shut the door, shut the door. Doesn't shut the door, it gets out. Why don't you shut the gate? Now, they go and find it later on, or Sarah and Amaya do. They put it in a little cage. Old idiot Mick is making a turkey sandwich. Yes. And then he goes, oh, you like meat, don't you? (laughs) Pulls out a bit of of sliced turkey, because they don't get real turkey on that thing. They get sliced, whatever. Um... They can, make, they can make anything because they don't. Some, uh, some sliced turkey and he opens the gate. The cage is made of bars. He could just slip it through the bars on the side, the front, the back, or the top. No, what does he do? He opens the cage and he sticks it through. Now, we don't even see that thing escape. We only notice that it escapes because of the way that the shot was edited. So he opens the gate, then it's on his face, a close-up of Mick's face, and then all of a sudden it's like, <gasps> it's out. I'm like, did you only notice it escape because of the way that this scene's edited as well? That makes no sense. You're looking at the thing. It's now, so shit. It's that so shit. Shit in itself, and so was the earlier one. The fact that they made the same stupid decision, both as characters and as the writers, which is way more important to have that saber tooth escape because of plot, is fing embarrassing. You know what else? I'll tell you something else. When they're on the time ship and they've got the tiger, but they've lost two team members, right? They've been abducted. Here's an idea. There's a, a lot of you. Why don't two of you go back in time, drop the saber tooth off, and then come back and deal with your team members? Because guess how much time you've lost? Zip. None! You're in a time machine! <laughs> Get rid of the saber tooth one problem at a time! You've got all the time in the world! Oh man, my notes get increasingly capitalized <laughs> towards the end. I'm just before you go on, Tara, I'm gonna lay a few more on you here. Um so wasn't the time chick from last week really shit? And this week yes. all of a sudden she's has got the skills I, of a League Sarah's of Assassins. A, that's exactly what um, I wrote. She's a League of Assassins. She's, she's Bill and Ted's suit. she's Bill and Ted's to her ass like <laughs> she's gone away and yeah. just oh, that was just shit ass. She was getting saved last week like a damsel in distress. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so shit! Oh god, <laughs> Nate gets shot with bullets. All of a sudden, his clothes are made of steel. What the fuck? He's held up like this. They shoot. There's ricochets and stuff. Not a hole in the fabric. Um, horseshit. <laughs> Absolute horseshit. They didn't explain once how them being in the circus made it a level nine. Because Sarah's like, oh no, we've captured the saber tooth. We're fine. We've got the saber tooth here. It's fine. Well, how come it's a level nine now? Yeah, that's a good freaking question. Why don't you explain to us why it's a level nine? Because two Muppets are in the circus. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so shit. I've got to say, and Terry, I want you to try and talk me down from this ledge. Please. I'll try. <laughs> I am giving serious thought to not watching Legends anymore. After this episode, mm. really, I yeah, hated it so much. I felt like I was just wasting my time because it was so shit. See, that's how I feel about Arrow and Supergirl. But with this episode of Led, I wrote down stuff that you guys haven't even mentioned. Okay, go for, and and <clears throat> and I've I think I've got one of them here, but it was okay. a positive, so I haven't mentioned it. I'll tell All you right. if I've written it down. Okay, <clears throat> so when they did the six months flashback with Nate and Amaya. Yeah. The TV in the background. Oh, it's, it's not you. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> okay. The TV in the background is um, the Quakes from Flash. The Speed Force opened up. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then um, not long why, after Why is that, your throat so froggy today? I don't know. It's just must have been something I... I had ingested. last night. <laughs> <coughs> You're making me <coughs> cough. Sorry. <laughs> um, and then after that, it was Vixen 
from Arrow. Yeah, yeah. She was on the the news as well. But that's um, Amaya's granddaughter. Yes, right? which is obviously why Amaya decided six months previous to go back to her 1940 whatever time so that she, so that could, she could exist yes exactly because so, it hadn't yet wow oh my god okay. old marty mcfly with the guitar fading All right. photo mitchell you said why did they go to a bar in 18 whatever because of the anachronism which was the saber-toothed tiger yeah that's why but, from the picture. what is that where they were looking for it yeah that's where it was. It Steel was, guy was in a bar looking for it, looking for the tiger. Well, no, but no, that's okay, so why they, they're in the 1800s. I know that's why. I know that's why they <coughs> oh, went back okay. to that particular year because they hadn't they had unfinished business. But there was no reason for him to get off the ship and go for a drink yeah. when he was out there stealing up, beating people up. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, Billy Zane. Oh yeah, I'm always saying he's my phantom, bro. He's right. great. Yeah, he was fantastic. Probably, you know what. He was the best thing about that whole episode. He was. He was awesome. And um, Sarah, when she said to Gray, I have faith in you. And he said, why? I thought it was hilarious. No? Yeah. You guys don't remember I, honestly, You are easily impressed <laughs> with this show, am, sister. <laughs> Seriously. You've forgotten the best line of the whole thing is, we'll, right make, we'll make marbles out of you yet. Ooh. Did you get that one? Oh, I see that one. Yes. Yeah. No, actually, and my that line still very catchy. was obviously oh, with yeah. Billy Zane, but also in um, you got Victor Garber, who plays Grey. They were both in Titanic together, and they were talking about all they the and what are, and and are, what do you call them? The anachronism. Anachronism. Yep. Oh, and they yeah. go, "Not oh, something in 1912, something to do with the Titanic." And oh they go, "We should, we should get, we should get on there." And he's like, "No, whoever built that ship should be hanged." And I'm like, "You were the guy that built it in the yeah. show, man. You <laughs> built it in that movie." I was trying to remember why. See the guy that, that says she's about. made of iron, sir. I'm sure she can. Is that is that? I think so. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great line. So I, I heard the line. I'm thinking, oh, I can't remember why I was saying. <laughs> See, look, you haven't convinced. Now you know what. Good it's stuff. far the, too and shit. And the last scene, the very last scene where um, Sarah's all serious, you know, we're going to fight something in the future, blah, blah, blah. And then they all just pissed themselves laughing and how stupid they sounded. Yeah, but they did that stupidly as well. I know, but... It's just, they overcooked it. Probably they had their one opportunity to take the piss out of themselves <laughs> legitimately <laughs> and they just overcooked it. Because, hang on a minute, that is a threat from the future. That is coming. But they mm. don't. And you guys shouldn't be doing what you are doing. But yeah, later when we need a, a hammer and something as dumb as it to wield it, then yeah, we'll get you guys. Nah, <laughs> shit house. <laughs> I am legitimately thinking about not watching it. No, I had that thought run through my head last night. Because I, I. 40 minutes back in my life. Again, I know my wife is only watching this for maybe the first time, Legends, and she was, you know, sighing and laughing and all this other stuff. And she had to apologize. She said, This is one of your shows. I don't want to mock it in front of you. I said, No, that's fine. I said, Do you want me to turn it off? And when I meant turn it off, I was just going to skip straight to Arrow and watch Arrow. And I thought, I could just watch this tomorrow. I could watch the second half tomorrow. I hate watching things in two halves. I don't want a movie or a TV show for the first time. I never want to watch Split. Yeah. But I was more than happy. I was so past this episode from very very early on and I don't want to just give up on it because I will feel left out if I don't watch this show and then Terry you come to me in two weeks and go oh this great thing happened I will want to go back and watch it and then I'll want to go back and watch everything in between that I've missed whether it be two weeks eight weeks the whole season but it's just such a frustrating episode it really was it's not even going to get 15 minutes let's wrap it up and talk about (laughs) Arrow Well, okay, just to, I guess, cap off from what we were just talking about. Uh, again, my wife watched Arrow with me, and pre-credits, so the dun-dun-dun, and the music we're listening to right now cracks in with, I want to say, an updated intro. Yeah. It had the logos all of them. or symbols of all the heroes, yes. and then capped off, obviously, with uh, with the Arrowhead for uh, for Green Arrow himself. By that, and I want to say, what, maybe two minutes, two and a half minutes before we got that, I was thinking something that then came out of my wife's mouth, and she said... This is already a 10 times better episode than what we just watched in Legends. <laughs> oh my God. I, I've only got two notes for this. The first one is, what a lift Arrow is after Legends. <laughs> <laughs> and my second note is, finally they're talking about money. Are they listening to our podcast? <laughs> That's all I wrote for Arrow. I just sat back, 
And I was like, yeah, this is business. Yep. Uh, it was so much better than Legends. And I want to say it's so much better than all the shows. What, yeah. But what what it's been over the last few years, this was Arrow nailing it. This I felt exactly the same way. I thought not only, and spoiler alert, whatever, this is my number one show of the week. And I, but I thought, aside from even just because last week I thought they were all a bit, and yeah, you know, it was tough to split them a lot of them when I did number them one to four. This week, I didn't have that problem. Obviously, there's a there's a there's a number one and there's a number four. If you haven't guessed which is in which <laughs> position, then uh, you haven't been listening. But generally, I thought this was actually just a really good episode of this, or maybe even even beyond just this TV show. I thought this is actually just a. Re- I really enjoyed. This episode, there were little bits here and there that I'm like, oh, I wish you didn't do it that way, or you wish you would have included this or something. Yeah, but sure. overall, this was a really good episode. You know what? It, it was what I was talking about earlier with uh, um, with Supergirl, where I I hope they don't throw up too many um, different storylines and different potential threats, and then no, oh, we'll just decide about these ones. We won't worry about that other one. Like I know Terry. Arrow has done with Vigilante. I know. I realise that. But I feel like watching this, it was just a very straightforward, well-told story. And I was watching it and enjoying it. And you know, one thing I didn't realise until the end, no flashbacks. Yeah, I didn't realise till the end. And either. I thought, you know what, do we do we miss them? Do we feel like, I know this is the first week that we've... I think there's been an episode in the past where we haven't had a flashback. Yeah. But... This is the first one we haven't had a flashback where the flashback period of five years has already been told. So we're in a post-flashback, if that makes sense as a sentence, a post-flashback arrow. I didn't miss it in this episode. Like, they didn't need to tell two good 20-minute stories. They needed to tell a good 40-minute story. And they did. And it wasn't a perfect episode of television by any means, but to think that this show is at least two years on from the other shows in the four that we're talking about it's in its sixth season and it has stumbled a lot like season three started a dip even though I liked a lot about it season four was a write off <laughs> season five had to come back from that season six again we're only two episodes in but it's making some really good steps for mine I, I really I really liked it and some good you know action pieces in there as well like only little bits and pieces like I, in the warehouse and the uh, the Russians attack you know out of nowhere and as as regular old mayor of Oliver Queen, trying to prove to the journalists that don't want to ask him any other question except for "Are you the Green Arrow?" suddenly has to go into Green Arrow mode, but in front of everybody and without a costume, and he can't do it. And it's what does that guy do in that situation when he can't be what he knows he can? And then also just some great great uh, Green Arrow scenes, being brutal. He was throwing guys onto ovens at the end, lighting them on fire, kicking them through walls, sticking arrows through them and shit. It was yeah. cool. Who did he light on fire? Oh, just one of the many Russian goons yes. at the end. Sarah's oh, sitting next to me going, oh! Yeah. Like, oh, shit. Just grabbed his head and smashed into a gas stove and, you know, it was cool. <laughs> okay. okay, Terry, Um, so Mitch and I are just loving this sick, which I think is fantastic. <laughs> I mean, we could talk about this for hours, but please, knock us down a couple knock of Knock you down? Okay. What the f- do those two T spheres do? Are they just yo-yos for hitting people in the face? They, oh, I want to buy them this the, week. I'm what? buying them. <laughs> they did seem like that in this what episode. He was a little bit more magnificent. He was or terrific. Yeah, terrific. He was incredibly <laughs> accurate with them. And I know that they do fly by themselves, but... but yeah. He was, that's so shit. yeah, but you know what? Even the interaction with him... Um, and Felicity. And Felicity getting their business going. That was yeah, where that he was, lives. That was and it good. was... It was, just better stay car- there, yes. it was a much better character. And maybe that's what they're doing by this this joint venture they're mm. going to do. We're so going to see more techie Instead stuff from them. Throwing yo yos. Um, so Diggle's stuff got. Oh, sorry. You, you, you. Um, I'm just going to keep talking it up. <laughs> did you guys hear the Bruce Wayne reference? Oh, yeah. That was cool. Oh, yeah. That, that cool. guy exists in this universe. Yes. There may not be a Batman <clears throat> on Earth One, but, but there is Bruce definitely Wayne. a Bruce Wayne. What did they say exactly? I was going to rewind it, but I thought oh, I'd, I'd better just move on. He said something about. I'm not the. I've written. I'm not the Green Arrow. Yeah, it was in an opening press conference thing, and he said, "Look, I'm not the Green Arrow. Photos can be doctored." He goes, "They could have put Bruce Wayne's head on that body." Yeah, Yeah. but then there was something else they said after that. He said something. 
like a little. I was like, is hit. Bruce Wayne the Green Arrow? I can't, I can't exactly remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but we'll have it, to watch it again. you know, and you could say, oh, and and you could be right too, to a point that that's just a very in-your-face reference, like, oh, hey, Easter egg sort of thing, you know. Um, he's uh he's there. Bruce Wayne exists, but it's also saying, well, he's Oliver Queen is referencing one of the most famous people in that world. If Bruce Wayne exists in that world to the level that we know him, he is one of the more famous people in that world. Rich tech billionaire. And you easily pull him out. Like if, if we did, we say a Richard Branson or a Steve Jobs or something, or a, a president, like someone that everyone would know. That would make sense to say in that press conference. Yeah. yeah. Come on, Terry. <coughs> Sorry, I'm just very chesty. Okay. Um, I didn't mind the episode. It was okay. But oh. what, what shit me, oh, no. Oliver says, <laughs> wait, 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 can't no. Oliver there. says to John Diggle, I can't be the green arrow anymore because I've got a target on my back and I need to be alive for my son. John Diggle's a father as well. Well, yeah, but so, he's not. Arrow, but he's, so Oliver's basically saying, no, no, I, I don't about want a that. target on my back, but here, you can yeah, have the target she, on my back. John's kids got the mother. Whereas Oliver's kid's got no one. That's the problem. He doesn't want him to be an orphan. Right. Whereas the other yeah, it's, mother... It's still a bit r- you can Lyla. die because Lyla's It's your still a bit rough in that sense. No, I thought the same thing and then I thought, no, in the context of the kid becoming an orphan, <laughs> he wouldn't be an orphan if Diggle died. Well, no, but it's still kind of... It's a bit shit. Both parents are in highly dangerous activities. <laughs> fine. They go on missions together and could die together. Sure. <laughs> but eh, it's a TV show. He should have sold it more as being, I need you to be Green Arrow... Because it'll be great for ratings, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for more of the you know public front, like the FBI woman said, oh hang on, he's got a family emergency. You know, I'm getting news in that you know yeah. the Green Arrow attacked all these Russians. I'm like, yeah. well, we already know that that happened ages ago, and now he's went to his kid. But if you're not going to reference that, whatever, I get that he needs to be somewhere when the Green Arrow is doing stuff elsewhere. It needs to be quite obvious that he's not the Green Arrow. Now, this is a trick that they've already done before, but it worked once. Why not let it work again? Except last time they were doing it to save face. This time they're doing it seemingly for good. As far as we're led to believe, right now Oliver doesn't want to be. He's not the Green Arrow anymore. Yeah, in his is, own mind, it's quite a big moment um, for that to happen, and they he almost just brushed over it, mm. almost like it needed a little bit longer in the build up to that moment. Maybe even, I don't know, maybe even over a couple of episodes, just you sort of see the niggle, the start of it a little bit, and then the conclusion of him actually coming because it seemed as if it came out of nowhere he had one discussion or a couple of yeah. discussions with and the kid and all of a sudden episode, he's hanging up the hood I mean what but no. this episode also didn't involve any meta humans and supernaturally people either it was just a normal whereas as soon as Evil Laurel's back well he'll be the Green Arrow again yeah. oh, of course he will but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so should we uh, should we wrap this show have we said enough have we said all we need to say about Arrow yeah, I think this is probably the shortest we've spoken on any episode today, but at the same time, I've, I've said all I needed to say. It was a really, really solid episode. I, was, yep. I wasn't I was just relieved off the back of Legends or just relieved because it was good arrow as opposed to bad. I was just like, man, this is a... I was so happy with this episode. I really was. Yeah. Do you think um, the, the lack of flashback was served by having Anatoly there? I reckon. Because hmm. he, he kind of was the flashback. He was the flashback. They spoke about things in the past. And we got it all because yeah. we've seen it all. Yes. So it'll be interesting if he's not in next week's episode, if they have flashbacks. Mm. And whether it was just the writers thought, oh, well, he can be the flashback this week, or whether that and is maybe indeed it for test flashbacks. the audience as well. Yeah. Well, I know they'll be about. listening out for they, our they will be. opinions. Because um, they do. They answered. Do you know how every time we watch Arrow, like, well, how are they earning money? They actually talked about that in this episode. Yeah, that was my only other note. Yeah. They, they talked about it. And it was, that was more than one scene as well. It was. Yeah. Mm. yeah. They're definitely listening to our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, all right. Shall we do our scores? Yeah, yeah. let's do it. Mitchell. I'll uh, go first. Terry doesn't know how to score, yep. apparently. Yeah. Uh, go for it. Okay. Uh, unsurprising legends uh, in bottom spot. Yeah, no um, shit. Maybe for the entire season. Uh, after these next 20 weeks, they could still be the worst episode of a lot. Let's hope so. Um, top place is Arrow. Uh, that's, again, that's that's very obvious. I love this episode. Um, it was a bit tough in the middle. I'm going to give the edge uh, for second spot to Flash because while there were what I'm describing as icky moments between, you know, the, the, 
the alter egos, the out of costume characters, when you're in the uh, you know whether it be Cisco and Gypsy or uh, or Iris and Barry in couples therapy and you know singing a la Rixie's business, Supergirl had done moments, mm. but was outweighed uh, with awful dialogue as well, and that's mm. sort of what got it over the edge for me to be third. So top to bottom, Arrow the best, Flash in second, Supergirl third, and Legends, one of the worst episodes I've ever seen. I'll um, give Terry a little more time and go next. <laughs> um, yeah, look, I, I'm so excited. Arrows on top, of course. <laughs> uh, going to agree with you, Mitch. We're going to put um, Legends at the bottom. I wish I could score negatively, like put a minus number in there, uh, but I cannot. And yeah, the same as you too, Mitch, with uh, Flash and Supergirl. Um, I, I think I liked Supergirl... Better overall, I think, than Flash. Flash did have some comedy, though, which I liked mm. with the suit. I thought that was quite funny. And I just can't get over the fact that with Supergirl, they replaced the actor for the mother. If they've done that, so I'm actually writing them off based on the fact that I'm assuming they have, or we were assuming <laughs> they have. You guys are with me in this. Um, and so it's in at number two. So we're identical this week in our scores. Beautiful. Terry. Right. Are you ready? Drum roll. Arrow number one. Oh! <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Yes. <laughs> Were you going to do that before we talked it up? Honestly? Did we did we get you across the line? Was it our sales pitch? It was. It was. Yes. Um, Flash. Supergirl. Hang Legends. on. What the <laughs> f***? What is going on in this room? Upside down. <laughs> oh upside my down. goodness. <laughs> Krypton and the other planet that Monel's from have aligned. <laughs> wow, it's easy for me to tally them up this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I don't believe I actually don't believe this. I was not expecting that. You I know. You were talking up legends. What well, happened? Because yeah, I was talking it up, but it was still the shittiest of the four. I wasn't as angry about it as you guys clearly were. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it offends but me. But it that, was... You know why it offends me so much? And I think, Mitch, I'm going to speak for you here as well. I love time travel so much. Yeah. I love the genre. And they are f***ing it up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't f*** up my favourite genre. Because <laughs> you know what they could do with this show? Write could... something better. <laughs> Don't be stoned. <laughs> Is that you could actually educate the audience. If yeah. we are the dumb audience. The writers. Actually, educate the writers. You could educate, have a little fun, like slowly just play with the audience as to how much fun you can have with time travel and the, the things that can go wrong, a la Back to the Future. Back to the Future is not an overly complicated film and, and the time travel intricacies and stuff. And there are plot holes in that film as well. But you forget about the little things because overall it is such a fun movie, has basic little time travel tropes in it that have drastic stakes and all of a sudden you watch Back to the Future and you're not a time travel fan you watch that movie you feel like you understand how time travel might work yeah I buy it you know it's not one of these really really incredibly hard time travel you know cult films that are impossible to understand that even ones that I either have invention into because they don't have the guts or that I have seen and don't understand you could have so much fun with this audience and then you could use Flash. Flash can have trouble with it, fun with its own time travel, but Legends is where it's at because you feel like you're actually learning a little bit about it, but it's because it's fun. I, I agree wholeheartedly. It doesn't have to be that difficult. <laughs> All right, highs and lows for the week. Who would like to go first? Mitchell, you go again. Yeah, sure. Okay, well, my high is uh, what you guys were talking about before, actually, the bomb scene. I, I think mm. uh, I really like the car one. I'd forgotten about the bomb scene, but I did like you know him just, again, doing stuff that only he can do. And just stopping each bit of uh, shrapnel from flying across the room. I don't understand where the actual explosion went. It seemed to like the the, the grenade went off into pieces, but there was no concussive force. Yeah, I, concussive I, force or fire or anything like that. But I, I thought the same thing. But you know what? Let's just pretend Barry absorbed it somehow. <laughs> I was just going to give it a pass mark. But yeah, you know we can do that. My bottom moment uh, for two weeks in a row is actually from Supergirl. It was when the stupid daughter. Uh, arguing with her mother, you know, to prove yourself as a superhero, runs off. That's one thing, you run off, you make a dumb decision. But then she sees Sai in the street doing all kinds of weird shit. Her mother's been looking for her for hours. Now, one, okay, Terry, you are a mother to a daughter. 
her young daughter, who's seemingly what ten or eleven, whatever, leaves the house and she texts her, "Where are you?" Like, if you're that worried, you're calling her. I know that as a parent now. My kid's five. He's not going out of my sight for another five years. I know I'd be calling straight away if you're that worried. As worried as what we're believing that mother would be. That aside, it's when the daughter actually decides to respond to her and says, Mum, come save me, and sent a location marker on her iPhone. <laughs> and Adam, like, this is where I currently am. Come and save me. As if she's in, she's in such peril. It's like, and the hotspot tells me I'm right here. Fuck off. Off, Terry, would you, oh, was that your high or low? that was your that high? Was my, low. That was definitely my low. Okay, um, uh, Terry. For me, the best moment again the the grenade, um, the way they slowed it down and Barry basically just grabbed bits and pieces. That was very very cool. Yep. Um, my worst moment it was also from Supergirl. Um, that stupid argument between Alex and Maggie in the DEO that just pissed me off. Yeah. It was so dumb. And then when John decided to get in on the argument and, well, humans listen to music, blah, 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 blah. I was like, f*** off. This is <laughs> retarded. So I, that's my worst. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, Supergirl, they t- changed the mother. I can't get past it. No, no, no. Oh, that too. No, my, my, by far the worst moment for me was Iris saying to trust me and not Cisco. <laughs> it was just so corny and horse shit. <laughs> You've got... I mean, Star Lab's best minds are there, and I'm sorry, I'm the girlfriend. You just calm down. I know what's best for my boy. What? <laughs> Shut the f*** up. <laughs> so bad. So, yes, she was right. Of course she was right, but oh my God, it was terrible. Uh, high, the high for me of the week was just Arrow, the whole episode. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say the grenade scene as well. It just yeah, stood out to me. I, cool. I watched it and I went, that was awesome. Mm. So, yeah. That was cool. Okay, let's wrap it up because we're on a good thing here with our bell. Let's let's hear from it one more time. Boom. Might have a different sound effect next next week. Uh, Mitchell, what else is happening on Get Into Geek? Oh, the big one at the movies is obviously uh, Thor. So you can uh, check back uh, shortly for our Thor non-spoilers and full spoilers review of Thor Ragnarok. Of course, the movie that looks like it's just going to change the direction of that entire franchise. Maybe the first... Real comedy. I feel like we keep saying that about Marvel. It was Guardians of the Galaxy, then it was Ant-Man, and then it was Guardians 2, and comedy, comedy, comedy. But uh, I thought Ragnarok looked like it's going to be that way, so we're going to go see it. Put uh, up our full spoilers and non-spoilers review all on the podcast. You can check it out. Get into Geek. Search us on uh, SoundCloud and iTunes, depending on where you're listening to us now. Uh, Hit us up on the socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or drop us a line, getintogeek at gmail.com. Excellent. Well, thanks, guys. And again, if you can think of a better buzzer, hmm. bring them in next <laughs> I already week. did. I told you. The Sonic Screwdriver. Yeah, I think we'll, we'll, we'll keep yeah, our options well, yeah. open. It, it'll be in there. <laughs> yeah, it's in the mix. Get into geek.com.